Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Master Ace from Brooklyn, New York. And make sure you subscribe and download the podcast, Library Rap, the hip-hop interviews with Tim Einenkel. Detroit rapper T. Kamis of the Creative Culture Collective, uh, the Black Opera, has just released his first LP at the age of 40. So when you think of that, someone releasing their album at the age of 40, you have to also say, wow, this person is going to talk about some adult stuff. Uh, it's called Time and Time Again. Uh, and with that, I want to welcome him to the Library Rap, the Hip Hop Interviews with Tim Einekel. Thank you so much for being here, man. Ah, oh, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Pleasure, man. So we'll talk about the, the new LP, but I, I was I was um, I was listening and I was watching the video of the track "Rich Like You" uh, by the collective uh, the Black Opera, and where you guys talk about partly talk about MCs changing their flows and content in order to get a, that quick buck and then to make that money, um, and kind of seemingly forgetting about and it's people our age, right? So seemingly forgetting about the culture or the reason why they were drawn to, to do it in the first place. Yeah. So for you, what was well, what was what drew you to that art? What what drew you to the art? What drew you to the culture? And then, like, what was that album or that song that you heard that I like, kind of first spoke to you as a kid? Ah, uh, man. Let's see. Um, well, first, as far as like what drew me to the culture, it's I can't say anything drew me to it. It kind of it kind of was always around. You know, mm. and I, it's it's just whether I paid attention or not, but it. It was always around, like my sisters, they used to play, you know, Run DMC and JJ Fad and all that a lot. Um, it's just always been around, man. Um, it's something that I was going to get into regardless because it was just always there. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the best answer I can give for that. But, but as far as um, the first song... I grew up off of uh, cats like Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Um, Snoop, uh, a lot of West Coast rap influenced me early, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of West Coast, a lot of a lot of South Southern rap influenced me early. Um, of course, obviously like the LL Cool J's, you know what I'm saying? Um, some Big Daddy Kane. I, I kind of got more hip to him as I got older. You know what I'm saying? Just doing, doing my research as a, you know, a MC or a writer or, you know, some, if somebody's trying to pursue this, you got to go 
check out Big Daddy Kane. You got to listen to Rock Him. You got to, you know, KRS One, all those greats. So it's it's always uh it's always been around, and those those cats are are who influenced me, man, growing up. And it was kind of wild because as far as being a quote unquote rapper, you know, what I'm saying like I say, I, I was listening to cats like Snoop. And all that. So in my mind, and 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 coming from Detroit too, actually, like you had to be living a certain lifestyle in order to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So I was listening to those cats, and I was thinking like, wow, you know what I'm saying? They just made it sound so good. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until I started getting up on cats like a uh, common, like um. Common and uh, the Roots and um, you know what I'm saying even Nas and certain cats it 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 made me see that it was tribe you know what I'm saying outcast uh, it made me see that it was okay to like actually like be myself and and you know I can be myself and and deliver these raps man so that was that was um very pivotal you know getting introduced to to that side of things as well. What was the this what, what 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 was the Detroit uh scene like when you were growing up? Ah oh, man, the Detroit scene Detroit is so crazy because it, it's almost like a like a melting pot, you know what I'm saying? So it's all kind of different kind of like I guess styles of rap like melted into one place, you know, in the Midwest, so we kind of get it from all over the place, but I remember I remember getting up on um, Proof, you know, Rest in Peace to Proof. I remember getting up on Proof, and when I when I heard him, I hadn't heard anybody like that from here. You know what I'm saying? Like he sounded like he sounded, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, he sounded so professional. I remember the, it was this song called Anywhere. And I don't know where I was at or what I was doing, but I was listening to the radio, and it was like a big, big deal. It was like, yeah. We got uh, Big Proof, you know, in the studio. Uh, he just got signed to uh, Tommy Boy Records, and this is his new single, Anywhere, and they, and they came on, and I just remember being like, whoa, you know, this this sounds crazy, you know what I'm saying? But 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 Detroit, the Detroit rap scene back then, man, is, especially as I start getting more in tune to it and, and, and learning about more people, like everybody... You know, I got a wild mind, man. But everybody was like superheroes to me, like Proof, Eminem. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I used to listen to COI, uh, Detroit Most Wanted, obviously, Chaos and Maestro. I was getting up on them. Um, Slum Village, obviously, of course. Like, everybody was, it was so creative, and it was so, um, everybody were, was like different characters. Like, they, they had their own personalities. And, and just as a kid, hearing that and I was even more surprised that it was like actually coming out of here you know what I'm saying it was it was just so, such a lord man and, and, and such a such a beautiful thing and as I would get older and be able to you know sneak in the certain places the St. Andrews is the Cafe Mahogany's and you know what I'm saying certain spots and I got to actually see some of these people it was you know, I was kind of, I was kind of starstruck a little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. just, just being in the same building as these people that created this, this music I was hearing, like, like, wow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, you've obviously had this long career in in, in your. We, we were talking about. Um, we, we will talk about your um, releasing your first album. You know, your solo album at the age of forty. Uh, but you've also you obviously also come from a time when hip hop music was not the popular genre, right? Like we, I mean, I remember being like, you know, as a elementary school kid in New York city where radio stations used to make it a point to say, absolutely no hip hop played here, you know, that type of stuff. And now they like, now everyone is playing no matter what. Right. And, and even like, I got two kids, kids bop is playing rap songs. So, you know, it's like crazy stuff. Uh, But so from your experience as an artist, how do you think the, I guess the popularity of the culture of the genre has helped it advance, but also how, how do you think it also has hurt, hurt it in terms of art? As far as how I feel like it helped it. I mean, you know, obviously, obviously the more notoriety it gets, the bigger it gets, the more accepted it becomes, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. So, so I feel like that's a, good thing you know what i'm saying as far as like people recognizing this genre as a respected art form just like anything else you know what i'm saying and I, I feel like that's dope you know they need to put the respect on it is it, well overdue because i feel like especially some of the writers rappers you know producers and stuff that that, that i know they they take it serious man you know what i'm saying they they study I got a friend, shout out my boy Nick Speed, who, um, you know, he's a producer and he works off the MPC and he takes that MPC just as serious as someone who plays the flute or a guitar or, you know what I'm saying, anything like that. So, so, you know, I, I see how serious, you know, myself included, you know, people take this art form and, and, and it's nice to see the notoriety of it. It's nice to see people grabbing a hold of it and, and respecting it. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, it reaching people and, and, it, and it being accepted by the masses or whatever. Um, I, as far as how it's hurting it, um, if there's one thing I could say, it, it would be, it'd be the mass production, man. Like, like nothing, nothing seems... I ain't gonna say nothing, but it's a lot. It's a lot of rap music out there now. You know, mainstream underground. It's, it's a lot of rap music, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of being over, oversaturated. And, and, and with that being said, you get a lot of bullshit. You get a lot of good shit, but you get a lot of bullshit too. You know what I'm saying? So, so that would be the only thing that I say kind of hurts it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot coming out all the time, you know what I'm saying? 10 million albums every week, it, it seems like. It's like everybody's rapping, everybody, you know, has all this stuff going on. And, it, you know, it's good as far as exposure, like I said, but 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 as far as, like, you know, quantity, quantity-wise, that can be a little bit, you know, if it's a lot of quality, quantity, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, the, the quality is dropping to me. You know what I'm saying, but but within all that, there's still some jewels I've I've personally been coming across too. You know what I'm saying, so yeah. That's true, and I, and, I, and I think we're you know we're obviously seeing um, it's it's funny the amount of music that 
is actually being released now during this pandemic, right? When, right, when right. you guys, you guys can't tour. So like usually, you know, you know, the setup is usually you, you do this, you do, you do the record and then you go on tour to right. you know, recruit money and, you know, get out there. Um, but yeah. the amount of music that is being released, not just by young cats, but also by, um, 40 year olds, young, young cats like yourself yeah. and then older people, you know, like, cause we're all 21, but anyway, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, and I, and I, and I know I said like, this is your first LP solo LP as a, and you're releasing it as a 40 year old, but is that even a conversation? I mean, and I asked this only in a way like, is this a big deal anymore? I mean, you know, you have black thought releasing stuff. You have Buster, you know, Buster, right. you have all these cats right. that are releasing albums at over the age of 40. Right. I mean, is this even, a, does this, does, does the age even mean anything anymore in hip hop? I, I, I'm starting to think not, man. I'm starting to think not. I did go through a period of time where, you know, I was having the age, the age old age debate in my head. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I, I did go through that period of time, but but then when I look at the bigger picture of it, it's like, I mean, in all honesty, hip hop itself as a genre is still so young, man. It's still so young, and, and and I feel like if there's any boundaries or any stipulations or rules, if you want to say that, like I feel like they're still being defined. You know what I'm saying? Everything people were saying, you know, with the, I mean, I'm, I mean. Jay Z was obviously younger than forty when he released his first album, but but he he was considered old older when he released his first album back in the day or whatever. So and you know the young man game things you know people used to say. I feel like that's all kind of outdated, man. I feel like we we try to establish rules as we go along, but being that the art form itself and the genre itself is still so young, I feel like all of that is still being defined because like you said with Black Thought Black Thought sounds sharp as ever to me on that mic yeah, F40 that's true yeah. you know what I'm saying and it's a lot of cats like J Electronica um, I mean even if you want to go to the mainstream of things like Rick Ross and uh, 2 Chainz, they're all 40 and up and to me they're making some of their best music ever you know what I'm saying like it, it's, it's wisdom that I've gotten actually getting here but you know, getting to this point and getting to this age, like, provided enough life experience to be able to actually talk about something. I don't think I could have made this kind of music at any other point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, I yeah, I, I feel like it's perfect timing. Actually, yeah. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
at the end of uh, uh, the track uh, Bakery yeah uh, you, you're having this conversation with someone and you tell them to uh, to, to be confident in their choices because they're on the right path uh, who's this, this conversation with and and uh, what was the kind of what, what, what made you have this conversation the conversation is actually with myself hmm. the conversation is actually with myself and I mean you know the state of the world right now you know pandemic right. protests um, a lot of stuff stuff is going on and that you know it, it, it's a lot of confusion it's a, it's a lot of everything going on and I just wanted to it's important in times like this that you remain centered, I feel like. I'm saying remain confident in what you're doing. I was talking to myself because, you know, it's easy to get deterred, man. It's easy to get deterred. There's a lot of distractions going on. I mean, social media, uh, the election we just had, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a lot going on. And, and I feel like you know, even pursuing this music thing and everything is a lot of distractions. And I, and I feel like the key to everything for me is to just stay centered, uh, stay focused and, 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 and confident in what, um, the direction I'm going in. Cause like you said, through the years, you know, with this career that I've had and this, this, this thing I've been pushing this, you know, a lot of doubts come in, you know what I'm saying? A lot of doubts, a lot of, a lot of questioning yourself, a lot of, a lot of whys. You know, I had to ask myself a, a million hard questions, you know, along the years, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, just being centered like that and, and knowing that I'm on the right path, you know, it, it just helps, man. It's, it's, it's something that I feel like I needed to say to myself, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully somebody else will be able to get something from it too. I mean, you, you hear this album and I'm going to ask you more about some lyrics that you wrote, but, um, and, and just even that answer, it made me think of like, when, when did you, st- I mean, this is a, I feel like this is a, this is a, you know, if you want to use your art form to kind of reflect on your, you know, your, your, your past career, you know, or your years before, I think it's, this is a beautiful opportunity to do so. And, and you do it really well. But wh- when, when did this, when did, do you start writing for this album? Like, were you, like, was it this year or was it like a few years in the making? This album was actually a few years in the making. I was saying this was a few years in the making. I, I went through, I went through a time of not even messing with it. You know what I'm saying? Not even, um, actively, you know what I'm saying? Pursuing it. You know what I'm saying? Not writing, not creating, um, I was just, just a working man, you know what I'm saying? Just focused on, uh, building a better life for myself and people I love, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, at, at, at one point, and that's why, shout out to the Black Opera, that's why I love them brothers so much, because they, they, they kind of, I was, they kind of gave me the nudge, you know what I'm saying? They kind of gave me the nudge, like, LT, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I know you got something to say pretty much. So, so when I did start getting back into the flow of recording and writing and all that, I just made a conscious decision to 
tell my truth at that time. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's pretty much what this album is. This album is many things, but one of the things that it is is every song is like a almost a, a different time period. You know what I'm saying? Over the course of a couple of years, maybe maybe four or five years, man. You know what I'm saying? Just just how I was feeling that day, basically. So yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a it's been in the making for a minute. It's it's my best work so far for me. I I, I love it. Uh, holds a special place and and time for me. Uh, I want to ask you about a few of your lyrics. Uh, you spit on. Uh, I think it's that the mentality we adapted from these mean streets. You spit on uh, every day. Um, can you talk about like where, where you, what happened? Where were you kind of to, and what 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 events are you seeing? Our uh, personal events, maybe that had you inspired you to write these lyrics. Um. So on every day, like I just said, like before, like that was that that song is really it's not the mental health number one. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that's been uh, kind of shunned by the black community through the years, but it's, it's, it's dope now because we're starting to accept it, we're starting to address it, and we're starting to, um, you know, shine a light on it, which I think is incredible. Um, but every day was 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 a, a day in the life of a, of a working man, you know what I'm saying? A, a of age working man, you know, who's just trying to pay, pay his bills and and live a better life and and, you know, just get to that pot of gold, I guess, but but that line in particular, I know, with with working, and you know, even outside of work sometimes. But when you're when you're constantly working, you know, I, I worked in uh, factories and plants and stuff. And sometimes, when you work in plants, you'll 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 see the same people every day. You know what I'm saying? You'll see the same people every day for 10, 12 hours at a time. You know what I'm saying? You work in these long shifts. And they'll be dealing with their issues. You're dealing with your issues or whatever might be going on in, in work and outside of working. And you can see this same person and look them in their face every day. And you two never say anything to each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you never say anything. He, he's dealing with his stuff. I'm dealing with my stuff. And you know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's kind of almost like a tunnel vision mentality going on it's like you're just there to get your job done and, and go home you know what i'm saying and 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 sometimes it's a lot of times it's like that in the in the streets too like you you'll see somebody you know at the liquor store at the gas station at the grocery store wherever and and, and it some sometimes people just don't speak you know what i'm saying and i i come from a place where you know, I was raised to at least if you make eye contact with somebody, speak. What's up, man? How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? And certain people just, certain people look at you like you crazy for for speaking to them. You know what I'm saying? But it's the, it's the state of the world. Is You know, you never know what that person is going through, too. I'm, I'm pretty sure I ain't perfect. I'm pretty sure somebody didn't say something to me sometimes. And I didn't look at them and it, it depends on the day. You know what I'm saying? But... It's a very real thing that that goes on. <laughs> you know, 
and, and, and it's also a lot of times you actually you 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 pass by the same person all the time, and you and you you notice that like you you, you know they're there, yeah, and they know you're there, just uh, like you know one day they're not, and you notice that as well, right? So yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, so I want, one of my I think my favorite lyric. I don't. I'm probably gonna have more when I listen more and more. You know, as I keep continue to repeat the album. But one of my favorite lyrics uh, on this um, on on your album uh, is off of uh, the track uh, "Every Night," and I hope I don't butcher them too much. But uh, I ain't trying to have regrets when it's over. Think I should roll up and try and take a trip down the rabbit hole where where I haven't been buying in. Take to take trying to ease the pain of my pain of my crying pen. Yeah, yeah. And the lyric pain of my crying pen i think is a is the is is those five words are the words that kind of make this my favorite lyric i appreciate so uh, i would love for you to talk about like referencing your crying pen what does it mean and like the bigger meaning behind this track every night it was one of those that's literally when i wrote it it was it was one night you know going through the everyday you know, I guess struggle for for lack lack of a better way of putting it. And it was just one night when I just got home and uh, said I'm about to just write. Literally, what's going on right now and was going through my head. And 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 I'm gonna be as I'm gonna intentionally. I mean, the intention is always to be as honest as possible. But I'm gonna be as honest honest as possible on this track. And 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 as far as um. The crying pen. I, I just embraced it, man. Like it, it's been a, it's been a, a marathon, uh, balancing the music, music versus regular life, real life. You know what I'm saying? It's been a, it's been a, it's been a battle balancing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm glad I got it down pat now. You know what I'm saying? But through the years, it's been a, it's been a battle. It's, it's been a battle and. I just decided to let let everything go, everything that I was that I was feeling at that moment. Um, just let it out, you know what I'm saying? And and that's what I was doing, just letting the ink come out of come out my pen, you know what I'm saying? And it's almost and you know the crying part is obviously tears, you know, which obviously you associate with with pain and whatnot. So as well as you know, I, I had to let the pain out, man. You know what I'm saying? I had to let the pain out without without being too too, you know, depressing for like a way of putting it. I wanna be real and I wanna be, you know, as direct and honest as possible, but I don't wanna drag anybody down per se. But you you do need to feel where I'm coming from and you, you know, you do need to understand, you know, it it hasn't been easy, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. No. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Mm. 
Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm going to jump around a little bit. When you do that, there's the, the honesty that you put on this, I think this album uh it, it it's conveyed and and it and and as a listener it's more appreciated because you're not uh we know you're not you're not you're not trying you know you're not trying for the sake of trying or forcing a lyric that doesn't make any sense to you you're just trying to you're not you're not you know you're not going with the whatever's popular out there type thing and making your you know as a fake and i and i think um what 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 a track that does that very well is the track uh, "Truckish Trust Issues." Okay. And what what helps that track is the the sample of of Tupac uh, during his interview. Oh, this, like, he famously said says "Trust nobody." Yeah. Uh, you know, Tupac of all people, he he was one of the most honest MZs out there man, uh, when it came to his art. Um, so, in regards to the music, what? Why why leave it on the table? Talk about your these trust issues that you 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 have, and then is how were you able to you know, for someone out there ha- that is having trust issues as well mm-hmm. how were you able to kind of overcome them the way i was able to overcome having trust issues was to realize that you can't control what people do you have to let them do what they're going to do and and be be okay with it one way or the other, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think, I think with me, I, I think my trust issues were, it, it never had, you know, the wisdom is that it never had anything to do with the other person involved. It was all, it was all me, you know what I'm saying? They could have been in the wrong or they could have just been in the right the whole time, but it, it wasn't them. It was, it was always me. And, and and the trust issues was, was it, it's it's me accepting responsibility for my part in in anything that could have went left or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That's that's basically the whole thing behind trust issues. It's it's obviously a a, a song from a a scarred individual, you know what I'm saying? And you know that's goes back to the asking myself the hard questions and just being as honest as I can with this music. I just had to, it's something I just had to let out, man. It's something that I, right. I just had to let out. And, you know, thank God it came out dope to me. You know what I'm saying? But at that point in time, I was just literally talking what I, what I went through. I didn't care. I didn't care about rhyme structures. I didn't care about, you know, the potency of the bars and, you know, all that stuff that I can go into. I just didn't care about that at that time. I just cared about telling my truth at that moment. You know what I'm saying? And and, and thank God it came across the way it did. Yeah. So I, I don't want people to think this is the most depressing album in the world. And <laughs> <laughs> right, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> And uh, we'll have we have people turn it off, and now they're like yeah, drinking heavily. Yeah, or something. I don't want people to think. 
<laughs> so, well, we have to so talk I want to talk about, to you. You have to talk about the meat and potatoes, though. I, I get it. Yeah, the very yes. <laughs> but, but I do want to ask you about this. Um, the tr- the track Mercy. This the, the 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 it's a great track, but also the beat on that track with the with the choir. Yeah, is it produced by Three Steves? Um, it's it's fucking incredible you know it's it's incredible i wish i could rhyme but i can't so i you know, couldn't do anything about that yeah. uh well what and, and for me there is something about like when i hear uh, uh you know violins or choirs being sampled on hip-hop it's like one of the best things in the world i think me too. but um me too. Uh, so what is it about well, well first what is it what is it about the choir in this particular track that kind of spoke to you and when you when 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 you know when Three Steves first came to you and said, "This is the beat." What was your initial thoughts, and what were like those first lyrics that you just, you know, wrote down? Man, when I first heard that beat, uh, anytime I hear anything choir, I automatically go to the church. You know what I'm saying? Mm, my, nice. You know what I'm saying? And the church plays a major part in who I am and my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? So automatically, it takes me to uh, uh, a spiritual place, a very real place, and you know what I'm saying with with just the way that joint sounds, man. Like how big is how big it is. I just knew I had to say something on that that meant something. You know what I'm saying? So it's wild. Like I I wrote that joint maybe two or three years ago, maybe. You know what I'm saying? And and, and what I'm talking about on it, unfortunately. But fortunately, you know what I'm saying, it's still relevant right now and what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Same thing happens with songs like What's Going On and, you know what I'm saying, any songs that's talking about social issues or whatever. But that 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 joint right there, yeah, it brought something out of me. You know what I'm saying? Once again, that was a not thinking about it kind of thing. It, it was a... It was a, I just wrote what I felt, you know what I'm saying? I wrote what I, wrote what I felt. And, you know, my spiritual uh, background is something that I hold real close, you know what I'm saying? And very proud of, too, you know what I'm saying? But So I just wanted to say something real meaningful on that joint. And that, that is, I mean, of course, it changes from day to day because the entire album is my baby, but, but that's one of my favorite, uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorites on there. For sure. Is, is the writing process for you? Is it? Uh, do you usually have to hear a beat first, or do you kind of have, you know, a bunch of lyrics here and there, and then you kind of, um, you know, you eventually like, you know, I mean, you know, some artists, yeah, I think like 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 Faramanch, like he would write a couple of lyrics, and then I don't know, I don't know how his his brain works is freaking <laughs> fascinating, but like, yeah. you know, like write a couple of lyrics, and then. Uh, two years later find those lyrics and put them you know and like pieces all these puzzles pieces together that you know you guys as artists this is what fascinates me you know about that but how do you how do you do your writing or how do you I mean I, I imagine it differs from each track but yeah it's 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 not one way you know what I'm saying most of the time I do hear a beat and I just try to listen to what the beat tell me you know what I'm saying and, and just do it do it that way, just kind of like speak what I feel like the beat is saying to me. You know what I'm saying? But it, it just changes. Like, there's no one way that I do it. Sometimes, you know, I'll be at work or at the store or whatever, and I, I just have lyrics that 
come to me for whatever reason. And sometimes down the line, I might hear a beat that makes me recall those lyrics that I was coming up with at that time. And I'll just try and fit it to that specific cadence or whatever. But yeah, it, it, it changes, man. I used to think it was, I used to think, I used to think I had a formula. I used to think I had it down pat and I knew what I was doing and I was a scientist and you know, all these things, but, but it, it just changes from day to day, man. I, I don't, I don't know how some of this stuff come to me. Honestly, right. it just comes when it comes. You know what I'm saying? But I just try to be open and receptive. And when it comes, and <laughs> try and put it together as as beautifully as I can at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's dope. Um, so here's my last question. Is there a a lyric that you wrote for this particular album that maybe, uh, actually, a lyric that maybe didn't even make the album cut for some, it's going to be something you're going to use for a different day or a different time, but a lyric maybe even on this album that you're really impressed with that you put together, like, you know, st- structured, everything like that? Uh, the, I can't think of a specific lyric, but, but, um, I can say I got a I got a song on here produced by Sly A. Shout out Sly A. And uh shout out my boy Majestic Legend too, man. Like incredible, man. But it, it's a song called Who's the One? And and Who's the One? Um I remember when Jess I remember when, when he when he when he sent me the beat. He was like, Man, Sly A sent me this joint, I just heard you on it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, uh he's like this this it's really, he's like, think Slick Rick on this, dog. Like, think, uh, think like children's story or think, think something, something like that. You know what I'm saying? And when he sent it to me, like the beat itself is, is kind of, it's unorthodox, but it's orthodox. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not a typical one, two kind of beat. You know what I'm saying? And, and I remember hearing it, you know, he told me the hook for it. And, uh, it was, it was a challenge for me, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was definitely, um, cause it's, it's a, it's a flow on there that I, that I haven't done before, you know what I'm saying? So that was a, that was a real challenge for me, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, kind of double time me a little bit, but, but not double time sometimes is, and, and all of that is a story. Like the whole feeling behind it is a, is a story, you know, it's actually my life, but I just, kind of put it in a, I did it in a way I felt like Slick Rick would tell a story about himself. You know what I'm nice, saying? That's like, dope. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I, that, I, I'm real proud of that one. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I look back, when we got the finished product on that, I was kind of impressed with myself. Uh, just seeing that one all the way through. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm really like that joint, man. Really impressed with that one. That's dope. Uh, new album is uh, Time and Time Again. Uh, the artist is Detroit MC, T. Clemise. Uh, T, thank you so much for being on uh, Library Rap, the hip hop interviews with Tim Heineken. I greatly appreciate it.
from the store. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.